those things you saw out there, that's only the beginning. What? The beginning of the end. The end of what? The world, the universe, everything. Hello and welcome to Rose Tinted Review, the show where every week we pick something that we feel nostalgic for. We then revisit and review it to find out whether or not our hindsight truly is 2020 or if we've just been wearing rose tinted glasses. I'm your host, Connor O'Keen, and I'm joined as always by my good friend and co host, Michael Gervaz. Michael, how are you? I'm just doing what I know I have to do. <laughs> The podcast, Teehee. Uh, right, I got a special. I got a special power. It's reviewing movies. <laughs> this week's movie is, of course, the 2003 uh, Australian zombie science fiction comedy horror film Undead, written and directed by the. I always, I would never know how to pronounce this. Spearig brothers, Peter and Michael. The film stars Felicity Mason, Mungo McKay. What a fucking name! What a and name, Rob Mungo. Jenkins. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Rob Jenkins uh, amongst a, a bunch of other Australian people. I saw one of the highest credited, uh, like, non-main cast members is actually uh, the guy Bajo from Good Game. He was, like, <laughs> one, of, one of the zombie extras. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, so uh, for anybody listening uh, not from Australia, Good Game was like our, I don't know, it was our, it was like a bastion of, of gaming on mainstream television. I guess the closest equivalent uh, for Americans is like G4 or whatever. Mm-hmm. That yeah, kind of, our equivalent. That kind of vibe. Yep, and uh, Barjo, one of the <laughs> one of the hosts, apparently is a zombie in this movie. Cool. After losing her family farm to the bank, local beauty pageant winner Renee decides to leave the small town of Berkeley. But as she tries to do so, a number of strange meteorites start falling from the sky, turning the local inhabitants into zombies. So this is... uh, I'm going to start by saying this. You know how last week you said that... um, you started the film uh, Gabriel, which was your pick, yes, and was were met immediately with with the sense of like, oh no, <laughs> uh, that was this was my turn this week to, to go, <laughs> oh no, at uh, an Australian film which I have not seen since I first saw it when I was about uh, fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, I, I rented this on DVD because the the DVD cover. Uh, looked just fucking awesome. It has uh, oh, is that where the, the character Marion with the four the, the, the tri- four barrel thing, yeah, uh, like aiming, you know, triple shotgun and the ga- gas mask. Yeah, uh, no, no, triple triple shotgun oh, okay. with like the the Australian like the kind of wide brimmed hat and the overalls, and he's all backlit and stuff. Oh, right, right, right. I'm I'm seeing a I'm seeing a version on IMDb that looks like the kind of um, not as disingenuous as other things, but when they like redo the trailer, like they do, redo the DVD cover to make it look like more exciting and modern. This yeah, is like all yeah. yellow, like Mad Max Fury Road looking. Yeah, and it's she's just got the like, gas mask. Yeah, see, I yeah. hate that poster. That 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 poster to me looks looks stupid. Um, I'll send you <laughs> what I'm looking at. Oh yeah, that looks tough. Yeah, it looks kind of. I mean, it's got the uh, the eyes, the shotgun. It looks like an Australian kind of Evil Dead. 
Very uh, much so. Even like the silhouette of like the wide brim hat and stuff, it looks almost dark man esque. <laughs> and uh, you know, as a, a huge Sam Raimi fan and a real mark for that sort of stuff at, at fourteen or fifteen, I uh, I rented this from a local blockbuster one night and fucking loved it. Really enjoyed every minute of it. Like I remember laughing a lot at it. I remember being really thrilled by the gore and the effects. And I don't know it, it, it being an Australian movie, seeing this sort of stuff in a in a in a local flick, made you know in the two thousands. I, I was just really excited by it. Mm. Uh, coming back to it, <laughs> oof, to call it rough around the edges is um, uh, generous in parts. Uh, but but I think I feel similarly. I think this is a good follow up to Gabriel. This is this is my like. You know, after after you pick Gabriel, and we're like, you stinky movie, you bad pick, bad pick. This is me being like, here's my equivalent, I think, because yeah. it's similar. Where I think it's uh, an admirable and ambitious first uh, feature, like debut feature film, uh, from two creators who would go on to make some genuinely cool stuff. One uh, flick uh, which I watched just recently, uh, Daybreakers, yes. was their was their follow up to this, and that's yes. that's. Really, really solid. And I have not seen Predestination, but I've heard very good things. And, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere. I think where Gabriel, you go, ah, God bless them, they're trying, you know, better luck next time. Where the Gabriel director kind of, he's gone on to make other things, but to varying degrees of, of similar success, I think. Yeah, kind of just barely going on to make other things, it seems, from his, yeah, um, from the IMDb. Compared to these yeah. brothers, the brothers Spearig. So, had you had you seen this movie before? Because I know you've recommended Daybreakers to me before. I've heard you've, yeah. you've spoken highly of Daybreakers. That's what's so, so crazy. I didn't realize that this was by them at all. Had um, you seen it before? I hadn't seen this film. Okay, I hadn't okay. heard of this film before. So I was only right. uh, when I finished watching it. I was doing just you know like you know my bare minimum snooping around on Wikipedia and IMDb. Checking out that they like followed this up with Daybreakers six years later, and yeah. I'm like, oh shit, right, yeah, I remember that being by like two brothers directed, and then they also were the visual effects supervisors for Daybreakers, mm. I think, which is mm. an e- I always thought that was an interesting combo. Your writer directors is a normal combo, writer director editor, not not too dissimilar. Oh, because again, mm. the editing process, you know, there's a fair bit of like kind of writing and how you want everything composed together. You have an idea of how the movie's going to look when you write it. You also kind of have an idea of how it's going to look when it's directed. So if if they also edit, you go, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense, I guess. Maybe they're, you know, biting off more than they can chew, but that makes sense. But then for them to be like, I'm a director slash production designer or slash VFX artist or, <laughs> or slash Foley recordist. You're like, that's a weird combination of things, but I guess. <laughs> that's a weird pie to have your finger in. It is, but I guess that, so, so that they must have had their fingers in that pie, you know, like they've, they've trained traditionally or self-taught themselves VFX. And then when they've wanted to make their own movie, they go, well, fuck, yeah, we don't have the money, so we yeah, can do yeah, it ourselves because they... we can't pay anyone else to do it. So Yeah, yeah, it's... or they know what they're after or, or whatever it is. Yeah, so it's still effective. So, mm. uh, yeah, very interesting that I'd never heard of this movie because in, in one aspect, talking on Gabriel, uh, that movie wanting to be so sincerely taken 
like seriously and to yeah. the complete maximum of how yeah like dark and edgy it's supposed to be they play it so straight faced like to a fault i i was really into that kind of straight faced stuff when i was younger mm. uh so like you know in a sense gabriel was a good uh, pick for me when I was that age, and then this one maybe wouldn't have been with the humorous aspect of its zombie stuff. Mm. But on the other hand, fucking Australian movies that also have zombies in them, I, I like, yeah, that's a huge thing for me. This is like when this came out around that time, that's when I would have been first getting into the zombie stuff, mm. watching your Night of the Living Deads and getting into Resident Evil and Dead Rising and all of those those good things. Mm. that I really, really would have gotten, or I think I would have gotten a massive kick out of this as a kid, yeah. even if the the kind of the, 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 the slapstick comedy horror similarities that it shares with Evil Dead isn't completely to my tastes or wasn't, especially then. Yeah. I would yeah. have really, really appreciated like the low budget effort of trying to make like a cool zombie movie. Yeah, in yeah, Australian yeah, Outback. yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. I think like I, I, I would say uh, as a as an example of like I mean the budget was a, a million dollars, low budget, kind of in the weeds, like doing it all yourself, filmmaking on a on a feature film you know scale. This is a great example. This is this is something I think this could still be a really effective movie to show budding young you know horror enthusiasts and would be filmmakers. Absolutely. Uh, especially especially Australian ones. Yeah. Well, no, that's what I've... My experience of watching it this this time uh, mm. for the first time, I'm feeling a lot more generous uh, on it than you sound. Yeah. Of well, you look, coming back to it and being like, oh, boy. But for yeah, me, of yeah. n- never seeing it before and just going, hey, here's this, like, zombie horror comedy flick from Australia that's low budget from 2003. Yeah. I think it's still, it is very rough around the edges. Yeah. But then there's a lot of stuff that kind of just works or makes me like not care as much and like give it a pass in some ways. Yeah. In that yeah, same okay. way that last week where you said that like Gabriel is like begging for that Australian kind of sense of humor about itself because of yeah, how serious yeah. it takes it. Yeah, this has that. This really leans into that. It really, really leans into it, and because of yeah, how heavily sure. it leans into that, like dumb Australiana humor yeah. of the wacky situation, I find myself finding it quite charming for for those qualities. This is madness. He killed Aggie and punched a hole through her head. Are you sure she's dead, mate? It punched a hole through her head. What's that tell you? Yeah, but is she dead? What are you fucking nuts or something? Yeah, I think I um, if I was seeing this for the first time, if I was in your shoes, I think I would probably find it uh, a lot more charming than I did on this watch. I kind of went in with my expectations probably set a little bit high, just based on the nostalgia I have for it. And now I can, and just I guess because because it couldn't catch me off guard, I I could kind of only see the the stuff that was lacking in it. Yeah, sure. That's a good point. That yeah, because because it was so fresh for me, there is a lot of that discovering everything. But yeah, probably yeah. wouldn't have been as strong for a rewatch. I think a lot of the stuff that that uh, you would have liked about this movie, I like too. But I wish there was more of it, or I mm. wish they'd gone further with it. Like I think it it starts off really um, 
uh, feeling very brain dead inspired with the kind of like the, the kids playing cricket and stuff and the old lady going to the shops and the two dudes, you know, two drunk uh, town drunks with their heads together and one of them's got like the hat stapled or something or stuck to his own hat. Mm. Like silly, silly stuff like that. Yeah, I and got when the, the vibe you know, of that. I haven't actually watched like Undead or anything like that. Oh, you like haven't that. watched Brain Dead? Yeah, uh, Brain Dead. Yeah, sorry. So, um, oh, yeah, no, I haven't watched Undead, the movie that we're reviewing this <laughs> week. Um, oh, that's that's going to be a problem. <laughs> I'm just going to wing it. I've got a cheat yeah. sheet. <laughs> the... Uh, Frighteners is the earliest Peter Jackson film I've watched. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So I haven't seen any of those like ridiculous gore-filled insane things that he's done. Yeah, but I, I did get that vibe of I know of the that's kind of Peter Jackson's claim to fame. They're these yeah. New Zealand low-budget films, and then you see this Australian low-budget gory horror mm. comedy movie. It it seems like very very similar. Yeah, to that think, as well as your Sam Raimi-isms. Yeah, with, yeah. Throw in a bit of your, you know, Night of the Living Deads and others, other zombie fiction stuff. And that's where my my issues with it kind of begin is that I love how it starts off with the the family like cricket game and stuff and the the seeing the town. I want more of that. I want more of the the wacky shit. Mm. I feel like it gets too serious too quick, and then the only kind of humour being injected into the situation for a, a lot of it is, f- and, and for such a large chunk of it too, is the cop just saying fuck over and over again. Yeah, kind of. And that that really, gr- I found that so funny the first time I watched it. This time it really grated on me really quickly. Yeah, no, he is he is grating. Oh, well, I think um, I think Marion's quite comedic because of how, like, straight-faced his just delivery of everything is. In, in contrast to everybody else? Yeah, see, I found his... I, I remember, again, this is like my nostalgia is really doing me dirty on this because I remember really <laughs> liking that character too. But this time I found him really cringe-inducing to watch because of the, the performance. It feels like it, it's trying to... Like, he doesn't look... His, like they, I, I know what they're going for. They want this character to be, to be really, like, severe and fucking brooding and uh, kind of, you know... Uh, intimidating in a way, but he doesn't look or sound severe. He, he, he uh, like, you know what they're going for, but I think it misses the mark and it ends up sounding like school, like school production level. <laughs> like it, 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 I just don't buy it. I, I don't really. And don't again, know. again, because it's not catching me off guard and I'm going into it going, oh, I loved this movie when I was a kid. I'm, I'm feeling far less generous I'm not. I'm not like throwing him a bone. I'm not going. Ah, I get what you're going for. Like I'm going. Ah, you fucked it. <laughs> you know. Yeah, kind of. I, I understand sort of where you're coming from. Like that you know what they're going for, but I, I don't know. I feel like that it almost fe- he feels like a less severe like Australian take on what you think they're going for. That's kind of what I saw it as. I didn't really see it as particularly lacking in that sense. Like I loved the um the introduction of him with like drops the oh, shotgun, I love, I, whips yeah, I out the say, triple I, one, yeah, blows yeah, yeah. the dude I will in say half. I love I love his introduction. Yeah, walking past her with the spurs clinking and just like the little like nod of the hat, <laughs> and it's like for those first uh you know few scenes where mm. we see him where it's like totally like you know face is all dark or like you know just you can't see his eyes because of the brim of the hat and stuff. Yeah, but he's got this like. He's like got a dumb like fishing overalls on and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. I you know find what? Find it kind may- of daggy. Maybe, 
But I, that's kind of why I like that he's like this character is so si- dead serious, even though he's like a daggy Australian fisherman playing like the action yeah. hero. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You know what? Maybe I'm I'm inferring, and this could be to, to do with the the grade because the grade gets really. It starts off like unbearably beige, <laughs> and then gets really gets really blue. It does, and yep. after Gabriel last week had a really like kind of on the nose grade. I'm I'm probably reading into uh, or like reading a level of seriousness into this thing that isn't meant to be there. Mm. Like it, I think you're right. Daggy is the word, and I I think I miss I misread his performance as like sincere and unaffected because of that sincerity when it was probably meant to be daggy, and you're meant to go like, fuck this guy's like. The, the, fuck this guy is like patently uncool yes and that's what yeah. makes it work yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay i thinking, think so thinking out loud and hearing hearing your perspective i'm feeling i'm already feeling more generous in spirit <laughs> towards this movie yes. so thank you because um, I, I again i didn't i didn't like that i was sitting here watching this movie going oh i don't like this very much because i fucking loved it as a kid yeah totally i, I get that uh, yeah entirely um i think what what you're saying about like a lot of the characters i think is a fair fair cop that most of them are pretty annoying yeah I, I i don't feel very warm for any of the characters i think renee is is good enough mm. yeah played like played well uh her her motivations kind of like make sense her i guess her um she has something of an arc like it's all pretty bare bones it's on pretty, that front it's, it's pretty bare bones but again if it's a zombie movie with people just trying to survive zombies you're not expecting much more than the kind of arc that they get. Yeah, I was hoping more for Molly. She was far less fucking annoying than the bloke cop. Yeah, and it would have been nice if she got some uh, some extra stuff. Yeah, or like I was I was just waiting for for the for the asshole cop to you know bite the dust uh, and eat mm. it because you know that's kind of. What you're expecting from a zombie movie or a horror movie is like people getting picked off one by one until yeah. there's only like one or two people left. Uh, but then where, as soon as he's gone, Molly goes as well. Yeah, basically. The one thing that was that was f- fun to begin with was just the dagginess of him wearing shorts and like the high socks. And the long socks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was good. Like and that's his- good. But then the second, yeah, he's just like screaming constantly and stuff. Like all of that, like everybody pointing guns at each other throughout this movie just made me feel like really, uh, not, not like uncomfortable, like I was worried, just like annoyed of how much everyone was like pointing guns around at at each other it's, and stuff. Yeah, it, it ends up feeling like a really um I mean it's like it's the it's the fucking the office joke where he doesn't know what to do in improv so he always pretends he's got a gun. Like it's a <laughs> a really cheap and artificial way to ramp up tension. Yeah. Um and I think like you said, oh it's you know it's a zombie movie where people are trying to survive, you don't expect an arc. Shaun of the Dead fucking does it. But this movie does predate Shaun of the Dead. This came out a year before Shaun of the Dead. Mm. So, you know, I, I think what um Something that this made movie made me appreciate even more is stuff like Shaun of the Dead or, you know, some some years later, Train to Busan. Like every now and then there are these zombie movies that manage to actually do something interesting with the genre instead of what this movie does, which is what a lot of, again, budding horror film directors will do with a zombie movie is just have fun with the gore and kind of splash about, wallow in wallow in what's come beforehand, like... It's just them going like, let's make our own evil dead. Let's make our own brain dead. And then the only, uh, I guess, 
originality comes by way of the the twist with the aliens and stuff. Yeah. Which is kind of fun, but then that seems to be where the scope of the project starts to exceed their grasp a little bit. Yeah. And we get yeah, some quite kind of uh not you know, not not quite as well realized as, as you as you'd probably hope uh CG effects. For sure. Where the practical stuff is is really fucking good. Like the zombie makeup looks great. The contacts in the zombies look great. Even speaking of the aliens, the um, alien like puppet head yeah. that they've got for the close-ups it does looks look fucking good. great. It does. And yeah, just like then all they cut the, to that the blood wide and shot gore and, like, and splatterness of everything. Yeah, that mm-hmm. wide shot is just, oh, it's dog shit. Just for yeah. it to like point up at the sky, like just keep it in the close-up, dude. I don't yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, make a hand. On the law here. So you just fucking listen to what I say when I say it. And you'll get through this, okay? Like, we got help on the way. We got help on the way. So you listen to what I say when I fucking say it. And we'll all be eating Mrs. Wellman's barbecue fucking snacks by six o'clock tomorrow fucking morning. Mrs. Wellman was eaten out on the road half an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I can't speak on too much of the, the brain dead stuff because obviously I haven't seen that, so... Mm. Again, that's that's something where I might be a bit more charitable because it's something that I've seen less of because I haven't seen you know the better thing that came before it, uh, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But the th- the the thing that I found very effective to add to the the kind of the charm and the the dagginess of the movie is that well most of most of the comedy it's not this horror comedy where it's supposed to it's got gags and it's then it's also scary in moments and stuff like. Mm. It feels like they're having fun with it and it's not to be taken too seriously. And it's mostly the humour comes from the score. Very silly and like Mickey Mousing. Dude, like, uh, I found I found the score almost I know what you what I know what you mean with the Mickey Mousing, but I found it kind of uh a little unbearable uh by about forty minutes in because it just does not stop. Yeah. And it sounds like a fucking round the twist episode, dude. <laughs> Which I think is funny at the start when they're doing the kind of like slapstick stuff. I think that works for that. Mm. But when they get into the kind of serious stuff and they're in the bunker and all that, or they're in the car driving in the rain and there's the wall, I'm like, oh, stop, stop, please. Yeah. 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 I'd say it's at its best when it's doing that Mickey Mousing stuff where the, the sound effects are actually in sync with like the action that's going on and, and like whatever movement or uh, thing that the characters do, are doing. Yeah. I like that. But it, it yeah, it, it helped enforce in my mind at least the, just like the goofiness of it and the not to yeah. be taken seriously thing. That yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, Oh, what you're, what you're watching on screen would be a horror movie if it had a really dark, dour, scary score to it with violin mm. strings, but instead it's, this goofy around the twist, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, it's funny. It seems like there's definitely hit and miss things, but it's funny that like depending on yeah what your interpretation of what they were going for is sort of where you can like see different different strengths or different weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and it's again, like maybe it's unclear enough that we're 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 reading into a lot of stuff differently. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and again, my uh, my nostalgia could be uh, a hindrance here rather than going like giving it the benefit of the doubt because I liked it as a kid. I'm kind of putting it under more scrutiny because I liked it as a kid. Mm. Something that I've I think was probably one of my favorite th- things about the movie that I found very very charming was 
fucking sleazebag dude that was giving her a ride. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's good. And then when he becomes the zombie and gets like blown in half and there's the the like the the legs with the half a spine poking out yeah. is good. And then he like appears back at the house again. Like he's put his bottom half back on yeah. like he's like <laughs> reconnected right. himself. Yeah. And then he gets yeah. like knocked off again. I really, I really like that. I think I think I found a lot of this movie cute. Like the word cute kept coming to mind during that that sort of stuff because I'd go like, huh, hey, that's oh, that's cute." Yeah. Because again, it just makes me think of of stuff that's that I'd rather be watching instead. It's it's unfortunate. Again, maybe I've just uh, I hadn't seen Brain Dead when I first saw this movie. I'd only seen uh, Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two and Army of Darkness. But Brain Dead really takes the splat stick thing to like fucking you know, turns it up to 11, it, it, it really takes it to the nth degree. And so this seems kind of, again, kind of quaint and homegrown in comparison. So I really like that this movie exists and I'm really glad that these filmmakers went on to have, uh, you know, still have a career. They put out a they they um, did that Winchester movie in 2019. Apparently it wasn't very well, well received, but fucking God bless them, they're still making stuff, you know. And watching this going, these are young filmmakers trying their best to make something cool, contribute to the the genre that they clearly have a lot of love for and, you know, cutting their teeth. Awesome. Great. But watching it, yeah, I, I just kind of kept going, this isn't particularly, like, you watch Evil Dead, you watch the original Evil Dead, and the first time you watch it, it is effective. It's scary. This isn't particularly scary. And I don't think it's um, hilarious the way something like Evil Dead 2 is. And I don't think I, I think it's not until the alien stuff which is quite a while in that it has its only kind like that that's its unique uh selling point and i feel like that's a little clumsy and and the mystery is kind of woven in a way that i didn't find compelling i found it kind of i, I found it more confusing than exciting yeah and then when i put the pieces together i was like oh, okay and then the last half hour the the pace slows to a crawl and i I don't know why because I've already you've already given us all the pieces to kind of put together and go okay I know what's happening here like mm. I get it the the aliens the the meteorite shower caused the the zombies and the aliens sent down this thing to cleanse the area and they they're not actually the bad guys they they're here to help cool why is there 25 minutes of this movie left <laughs> yeah and then the characters are speaking so long I hate I hated Marion's spiel at the end but I think that's just it was coming from a, a sense of impatience. I was like, "Come on, man, wrap it up." See, I, I'm I'm the opposite again. We've got a lot of differing opinions in this movie. I mm. felt like the middle third to be kind of boring and and slow and monotonous to get through. What 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 parts of that? Like, what would you? Uh, I would say like scenes after leaving the bunker. Mm. Uh, like leaving the house. The house stuff is fun. Him like yeah. looping up backwards <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. into the wall with his spurs and shooting upside down and stuff. That's cool. <laughs> and just the fact that he keeps popping, popping like dual pistols out of like yeah. the back of his overalls. Yeah, yeah, that stuff's fun. To the is, point is where he, he pulls them out when he's like naked later on. And he's like, where are you hiding those? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just after gag. he's like gotten new clothes and it's like, yeah, yeah you would you would butt ass naked in the middle of the street a second ago. Yeah. I love these naked with the hat. Like, quick aside, there again. There are some. Yeah. There are some gags in here that I really like. There's some stuff about this movie that I really like. Mm, yeah, I feel like all of its this the sum of its parts left me left me wanting. Yeah, I think going to the to the store and going to the airfield is like mm. really where it gets long in the tooth for me because like we've had 
a million zombie shootout moments yeah, up until that yeah. point already. And they don't yeah. really like that the action, it doesn't add too much to it. Or like there's there's some good moments of like the um it's the bloke that like uh was working at the bank that re yeah. uh took yeah, the farm yeah. or whatever, repossessed the farm, gets the shovel through his head and then it <laughs> like it like peels yeah. his face off and stuff. And like that's like disgusting and, and fantastic and how how gruesome it is. Yeah. But I don't need like another like five minute long shootout. Mm. Just put that kill like somewhere earlier in the movie. Yeah, yeah, sure. When I hadn't like started running out of steam for that stuff, mm. and then I found that the the last act, although it pacing aside, at least it was something different, and they were like wrapping it up with the alien thing, and it's the the something, and everyone's getting raptured into the air, and it was like this is some neat ideas, at least like visually, all yeah, these people yeah, in the yeah. air and stuff. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. It's not just the same. 20 minutes of shooting zombies that I've already seen 20 minutes worth of shooting zombies for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. I think that's where the again, that's where the the more unique ideas kind of come to the table. Yeah. And I think also I'm I want to give these guys more cred for like there is some stuff where you go like, okay, I've seen this before in a lot of movies or I'm just uh I'm complaining about the second act sort of feeling too samey to the first act because I've just seen enough of that zombie shooting and zombie gore and stuff, but it seems like they're having fun doing all that stuff and, like, the the, the gunshots and the zombie makeup and the zombie gore effects, like, that's all well done. And there are some, like, very few, but there are some, like, neat ideas or slight differences because of the zombie, like, virus thing, having the aliens involved and the acid rain, like, that's a couple of little things that puts it above some other zombie like average zombie movies where you go mm. like, oh, they're trying to like give it their own spin on their own mythos of how the zombies work and stuff. Yeah. It feels less by the numbers than what Gabriel was. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah, no, it's I'll fucking, I'm with you there, absolutely. That's that's where like when we're talking about the low-budget Australianness, it's like, yeah, cool. In the context of this is their like first feature and it was for that cheap. Good on them. They they made something compared to what Gabriel was, where it was like, oh man, they're trying, but they're trying to make the most generic bullshit ever that mm. <laughs> is like so skin deep, mm. shallow. It's not funny. Where at least like in a zombie thing, like yeah, like you say, Shaun of the Dead does it better in a few years. But from what I'm expecting from a zombie movie, I'm not expecting anything deep and sincere. But from like a Matrix mm. action film ripoff. I'm expecting the deep sure, philosophical, sure. emotional stuff. And yeah, they've got yeah. like phrases in the script that sound like they're going to go for something like that. And there's just nothing at all. Yeah. There. Yeah, sure. So that's uh, why I, I mean, give this like a lot more credit and I find it a lot more like charming and, you know, like like you say, cute is, is I would say that's accurate as well. Yeah. The whole time I'm like, yeah, that's cute. It's not making me laugh out loud, but like I had a grin on my face for a, you know, a decent chunk of the movie. No way, are we going back. Look, maybe there's an opening further down. We are all fenced in. Dead set. Uh, can I have a look? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'll climb the poof to here. Yeah, I mean, like looking at my notes here, I, I take, I take just like dot point notes of my feelings towards the movie as I'm watching it. And kind of go back over and and 
uh, Connor it's, it's nice to Connor angry. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah, yeah, literally. Like, there's a note here where I'm like, I'm grinning along with this movie straight away. And I was. Like, the first 20 or so minutes really had me. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking, yeah. I, I, 14-year-old me <laughs> knew what he's talking about. <laughs> then little things start to kind of bug me. The, the grade starts to annoy me. It's, again, overwhelmingly beige. And it starts to fucking annoy me. And then the... Uh, the delivery of, of the lines from Marion when he starts talking and he's like, it's the beginning of the end. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I literally have a note here that says, quote, the beginning of the end, end quote, ah, fuck. <laughs> There's some really great practical gore effects. Uh, like, again, the the film's not, like, barren of, of creative flair when it comes to that stuff, like the fist through the head. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. And there's a couple of people that get, like, bisected down the middle a couple of times. Yeah, like she's yeah, got the yeah. world's sharpest like steering wheel lock, but she's got a steering wheel lock and bashes a guy <laughs> in half with it. Like again, it's very, very silly. And I like when uh when the zombies first start coming into the house and they're doing some like kind of shaky cam and there's heaps of like squibs going off and stuff. It reminds me a little bit of uh dog soldiers as well. Yes, that was the other thing that I thought of. When they when they were running upstairs into the bathroom I was getting yeah, real dog yeah. soldier moments of like, yeah, this mm. is the like a neat little movie where they've gone like, oh, we're inspired by this, where at least dog soldiers kind of had the the benefit of, or at least what I gathered from it, that it was heavily kind of inspired by those action movies of the eighties, like your Predator or your Aliens, but mm. they did it with an entirely different subject matter. Yeah, instead of yeah. this being maybe you know very very heavily inspired by Evil Dead. Not that dissimilar to Evil Dead in actual mm. content, though. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's It really does feel like it's the nostalgia on my part that's kind of uh, given me a, a less than charitable f- view of this movie. Well, not, not, not view of the movie as a whole. Again, I, I like that this movie exists. I like all of the parts of this movie. They just come together in a way that feels like it's their first movie. And I, I kind of, I, I don't know... Um, I don't know if I can switch off the the parts of my brain that are, are picking up on these things and being irritated by them. Yeah. At, at this point in my life, maybe maybe not. Maybe I'll come back to it in another fucking 10, 15 years and go, ah, oh, no, it's not too bad. <laughs> but, yeah, this this time I, I think I went in with, with expectations too high. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. I think I'm probably... I can be, I can be very, very chari- charitable of, of the first time I see a movie... And then it takes me like a you know a few weeks or a few months, and then when I'm looking back at it, I'm like, eh, oh no, that was that was just like pure average tripe. But I thought it was neat when I watched it in the cinema, sort of thing. So I think that yeah. although I do like find a lot of this stuff charming, and I and I, like you, I'm happy it exists, and it's neat as well when I like to see the progression of like directors to know that they went on and made Daybreakers after this. You're like, oh, yeah, cool. I can see where they def- they definitely improved in a lot of uh, oh, ways. Undeniably. And, but and, I and also that's awesome. Like, I, I like the fact that you can see that, I mean, they're making a, a zombie movie here, but they've got the alien bent and that is kind of ambitious and it feels like they do have a, a desire to do some more kind of grander, you know, world building stuff, and they get to make good on that in Daybreakers. Daybreakers is really fucking cool. Yeah, love the world building of that movie. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's like what you were saying at the beginning of this episode of 
not having the benefit of getting taken off guard by this stuff like I mm. am that if I was mm. if I was to rewatch it I don't know if I would be as favorable either or mm. maybe I would still like the movie as well but I wouldn't have fun rewatching it because yeah. there's maybe not as much there to enjoy on a second time viewing yeah I don't know why I I didn't enjoy this movie as much as I thought I was going to and as much as I can agree with you like that the dagginess of the Marion character is kind of should be the focal point and that's what it should be focusing on, not taking it seriously. There's there's other aspects of this movie that that are kind of like technical fumbles. Like the there's shots that are out of focus. There's uh the continuity of action is is, is kind of rough at points. And for me the the kind of humor, the comedy stuff rely so heavily on just saying fuck over and over again with a really, you know, ocker accent. It feels like it's the only string to their bow at, at, at points. And then the splat stick stuff is is fun and cute, but it's not as, like, hilarious as something like Brain Dead. And for whatever reason, I, I can't get past that. Like, it, I'm trying to meet them halfway, but I keep going, nah, but I didn't. Like, I found this genuinely irritating while watching the movie. So, you know... And there are little things that bug me too. Like it takes them until the 40 minute mark to work out that headshots are effective. Yeah, that was that was a big like eye roll for me. Yeah. When you are like retreading the zombie tropes like that, the the shoot them in the head thing needs to be like done really fucking quick because it's in like every single one these days. Well, that's the thing. And it's like, and I mean, this movie came out in 2003. It's not like there wasn't a... Uh, you know, a, a breadth of zombie material out there. Like people are already well and truly familiar with it. You, they could have done the Shaun of the Dead thing, where the characters are aware of zombie movies or zombie culture or whatever. Yeah, and they kind of don't do anything with that. Again, they just kind of paddle about. They're having fun, undeniably, and and I I love that. I love that for them. But it's just not. It's not a. It's not a great movie. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love, well, I love at least that, uh, like, I'm glad I watched this movie because uh, I hadn't seen it. I'm glad it exists. Mm-hmm. I love that it is so uh, divisive that we're like, we're second guessing every every statement we're making in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's, I, like, think I, it's- I don't know. <sighs> I'll, I'll say this. I think part of my umming and ahhing over how I fucking feel about this movie is because, like we said uh, last week, it's an Australian movie. It's, it's you know, people pouring their heart and soul into making something fun and, and really cutting their teeth. I've never fucking done that. I've made a bunch of shorts. I've made a, bu- I've made a bunch of shit, but I've never made a feature film. Yeah. And so a little a, a part of me feels kind of uh, guilty for, for not feeling, you know, so excited by this movie. Yeah, yeah. Part of me worries that I sound like a a bitter, <laughs> or, or that not that I sound like that I am a bitter, talentless fucking hat, <laughs> you know. And I couldn't even make a shit zombie movie. Yeah, especially when this kind of movie is the kind of thing that's like up both yours and my alley of the kind of thing yeah. that we would we would want to have a crack at. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. It does feel bad to like shit on something too bad when it is so close to home. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I feel really conflicted about how I feel about this movie. And I don't know what else to say. I can't believe it. it's taken us like 111 episodes to be so, like, yeah. Lost for words. Yep, yep. 
I will I will end my thoughts with one more thing that I liked about this movie to make this like the thinnest bread shit sandwich <laughs> ever. But I, I there are some fucking ripper like Aussieisms in this movie. The the like opening with before the the title comes up, the dude being like bugger me, and then getting his head knocked <laughs> off. That's great. That's so cute. Um, but the the bit where they go down in the bunker and they go, I goes, oh, can I get a cup of tea with this fucking fruitcake? That <laughs> that got me. It's very fucking good. More more of that. More more of that. More ridiculous Aussie slang sayings that the Americans would just watch and be like, what the. F- fuck are they saying like <laughs> let's make it as little like understandable to another audience as possible if gabriel was the doesn't want to be known that it's an australian film at all yeah let's make undead the one where the americans just can't understand it's like we're speaking english but they don't understand a single sentence yeah. of the movie <laughs> yeah totally all right well thank you for listening i'm sorry i'm sorry for being a bit of fuck. Um, <laughs> hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, you can help us out by sharing the podcast around. A word of mouth is always incredibly helpful. If you'd like to help us even further, you can do so monetarily over at patreon.com forward slash rose tinted review. Links to all our socials are in the episode description. You, you say we're sorry. I say I want other people's opinions. Like what, where we're so. Uh, divided on this. Yeah. So conflicted. Yeah, yeah. Like, ease our pain. Just, like, give us give us any takes. Any takes at all that we can, you know, have more than a sample size of two. Because normally we love to go like, well, we're the only two here, so 100% of the podcast reckons this. <laughs> we're fucking lost. <laughs> yeah, completely. You know, I, I think, um, and you should sign up for our Patreon because I'm going to think on this and we might have an afterthought episode uh, on this, uh, a brief afterthought episode. Yeah, give it, give it a little time to settle. and. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't help that at time of recording I'm genuinely scattered, just time and <laughs> mentally... At the moment, I'm all over the fucking shop. <laughs> so no question of the week. Just tell us. Just tell us what, what to do here. Now, next episode, Michael, how are you following this up? All right, I want to do one that I've been wanting to do for months now, but just mm-hmm. something would come up about the episode we did and it, and it would make me go, oh, that reminds me of this movie. I want to do that one now. I want to, I want to go back and revisit Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Ha oh, okay, cool. Let's let's hope to um reset the scales, have a fun family film <laughs> where our nostalgia doesn't <laughs> that our nostalgia is absolutely not a detriment to the viewing experience, hopefully. Yes, yes. Can we watch a, f- a fun family film? Can we do that, Connor? Alright. Well, join us next time where we'll find out whether or not our hindsight truly is 2020 or if we've just been wearing rose-tinted glasses. The outbreak moved faster this time. It spread so quickly it couldn't be stopped. It spread beyond Berkeley and across the country. Those that I could save from the medical centre are here now. Safe. At least for the time being. The last couple of months have been nothing but clear skies. The aliens haven't come back. Maybe someday they will. 
Until then, I must contain the infection. Sally-Ann said that my first duty as catch of the day winner is to preserve the best interests of the town. So that is what I'll do.